Hi there, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy, and this is the Live Healthy podcast. Each week we interview health and wellness leaders and talk about all the things that are good for you, which you can also read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women in the UAE. And now, here's this week's guest. Hello there. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm good. I just signed up for your app and it took me uh, like under a minute. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been built to uh, onboard users quickly and effectively. Do you guys have a tech background? Uh, no, we don't have a, a tech background, um, but we're both from uh, construction. Okay. So we like to follow processes and methodology and all that sort of stuff. And we're quite logical people. Mm-hmm. So obviously when building an app, you just need to follow the customer needs mm-hmm. rather than spinning off and trying to build your own things. So that's what we try and focus on is what the customers want. Well, you say that, but then app after app after app comes out that doesn't deliver that. So I think it's funny when you see one that does, you know, it's very logical. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's not easy. Uh, okay. So you two were working in Saudi, you work in construction and you were working in Saudi when you got the idea for this app. Can you just take me back to like when that was and how the conversation went about? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, I moved over to Saudi um, in my early 20s um with matt matt was already living in the city and uh, we found it really hard to connect with like-minded people mm-hmm. so we come up with an app idea to resolve that problem um discussed building it but we didn't have the knowledge the time the resources to bring it to life so it sort of got parked up for four years um and then i moved over to dubai um saw that sort of the way that we've socialized now has shifted more online than in real life so i discussed it again with matt and we sat down and uh, agreed to make a plan to bring this concept to life so when you talk about you know a lot of people talk about this when they move to the uae that it's hard to meet people and you kind of might fall into a crowd and you know i've heard heard people say over and over i fell into this crowd that was always going brunch and I'm, i don't really like brunches but i ended up going i know this happened to me i fell in with my work crowd and we were always drinking and I was like, I want to meet some other people. What's the problem? Like, why do you think it's so it's hard in the UAE? I don't think it's just hard in the UAE. I think it's hard in any city where you leave your um, habitat and where you've been brought up and you re- you get removed from away from everyone you know, and you're just then submersed with work colleagues, normally pre-COVID, um, but now it's sort of the work from home environment. It's it's extremely hard to socialize and connect with new people. People are more closed off now than ever. You go into gyms, there's headphones in, no one talks to each other. Everyone's sort of looking each other up and down, trying to suss each other out. But no one really communicates with each other anymore. And this can be seen everywhere on a daily basis. 
So what we've tried to do is organize cities so people can share, learn, connect and do more together and make that process super simple because the world is full of great people. Um, and we believe that it's just such a shame that so many missed opportunities and friendships uh, are missed. And we were sort of coming into the market and, and providing that bridge, I guess. Well, it's not just it's not just here, though, because I know my brother lives in a town, a, a city in Canada, and he's 50. And, you know, his friendship group, he's like grown out of it and he's tired. He would like to meet new people. He's a musician. He'd like to jam like it's not it is the UAE. It, it is the way it is here. But I think it's a problem, a universal problem. Right. Like it's it's any anyone who wants something new, it sort of requires new people. Yeah, it's it's a global problem. And obviously we live here in the UAE, but the problem, we could visibly see the problem like in Facebook groups and I've just moved to the country. People are using like Bumble, BFF, they're using Meetup, but these products are not like structured to bring new friendships together and not built to meet new people. Like Meetup's a transactional marketplace. You click on an event, you go to an event. If you have a good time, great. But you can't get to know the person prior or after. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook groups, there's 10 million of them. So where do you start with Facebook groups? Like Brits in Dubai, fitness lovers in Dubai. It's not structured right. And that product wasn't built for that purpose. It was just a side feature that's performed extremely well. So what we've done is alleviated the pain points in these existing products resegmented them into ours and made it more effective, easy and seamless for our users to connect through their interests um, rather than sort of just being catapulted into Brits in Dubai, because what does that actually mean? <laughs> yeah, when I moved here, I everyone said, if you joined the Canadian expat groups, I'm like, why would I want to hang around a bunch of Canadians? I just did that for <laughs> 38 years. I just, yeah, I, yeah I, I just run away from London to get away from these people. So it's like, you know, and, and it's the, the narrative in these groups as well. It's like, you know, oh, oh, my cat's died or I need a vet or my curtains have fallen down. Like it's, it's just like, it's, it's not very exciting chat and narrative. So what we want to do is obviously provide that space that supportive space that you can belong to, depend on, and you can just meet some really great people. And I mean, now we've got like 140,000 installs. We're growing 60% month on month. And uh, we solve a problem that's been well overdue to the market, in my opinion. Okay, so just walk people through how the app works. <laughs> I'm still laughing about my curtains are falling down. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> about those Facebook groups are just like a Sometimes I just call Facebook groups are like a misery party. Like, and most of them, you know, it's just like a lot of complaining. <laughs> People yeah. never say it. It made me laugh. Okay. So walk us through how the app works. Yeah, sure. So um, you can download the application. It's free from the Apple store, or Google play stores. You ask some very simple questions on onboarding, especially like now what's your thing. So it's a little bit involving from the start. You select what you're into. Um, you're then, um, put into groups with like-minded people in your city, uh, organized through fitness, lifestyle, um, knowledge, sports. There's a variety of groups. And then we get more granular with niche interests. So if you want to know people like you doing weights in Dubai or doing boxing or doing yoga or foodies, like there's a space for everyone. 
Um, because of the algorithms we built in the platform as well, it, we just made it super easy for you to connect with uh, like-minded people. What are the what are the ages on there? Because I think we we interviewed you once before, and you said around thirty. So what about for older people like me? You know, there's a lot of expats that come here that are like sixty and fifty. Same, you know. Yes, yeah, so the, the average age on the app is still 30, um, but there's a lot of younger users and there's a lot of older users, but we're building in now a filtering system. So you can filter the app by age. Um, and when that's reset, the whole app will recalibrate just the people like you of your age. Um, so it's highly more relevant. But if you go into the application, like you being a woman, there's a woman's only space. It's super uh, supportive. You can go in there, post something, and I guarantee you'll get women similar to you coming back and uh, engaging with your content. And then hopefully you'll go out and you'll do more together and, and you'll build that friendship. And I see it's like a resource. You can also say, you know, I'm going, like a girl saying, oh, I'm going to Hada tomorrow. Can anyone tell me how to do this and that? Because one group that was exciting for me was outdoors. Like, I've lived here forever and I would like to be outdoors, but I can never figure out how to, do it. you know, to go into the desert and stuff like that. So you could join, meet a group that goes in the desert or make some say, Hey, I want a group. I want to form a group and we'll do, you know, do some desert stuff. Yeah. I mean, in regards to outdoors within that um, group, you've also got topics like hiking, camping, horse riding, explore fishing. So if you click on any of those topics, they're subgroups. Yep. So that's what I mean. It gets extremely niche. So if you want to yep. go hiking, you're in Dubai. Now you're submersed with other people who are also interested in that activity. Go in there, post or just like comments or engage with those users. And I'm sure like happens every single day, you'll get invited to things and, and you can go out and have that experience. Yeah, amazing. Like I see I see someone just posted that there's a hike on October 9th starts this exam it's got all the coordinates like beautiful views if anyone needs a ride like it's couldn't be easier it's, it's exactly the kind of thing I would want but that seems kind of un inaccessible to me uh, you know right like where do I find the meetup here I just found it in two seconds so it's kind of exciting nice work yeah it, 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 it's it's really valuable to, to a lot of our users in terms of obviously understanding what's happening in Dubai who's in Dubai and just keeping in sync with the city that you're within to, to meet like-minded people. There's people on our application that have been in Dubai for 10 years and find it extremely useful because obviously Dubai is a very transient place, right? Your friends, they come, they go, they get new jobs, they hop off home or back to the other country or wherever they go. So it's like we just alleviate that pain point of, of discovering everything and everyone in your city. Yeah, I always joke about living here. You have to be constantly replenishing your friend group. It's it makes you like really good at meeting new people because if you don't, you might just find yourself uh, down quite a lot of friends all of a sudden because people do seem to leave in kind of groups too. Yeah, I think people sort of underestimate how important communities are for their mental health and well-being. Like it's extremely important because look, when when we all move to a new city, we're away from everyone we know and love. So it's like, like you said, you don't want to go into Canadian groups. Like you want to experience new things. That's why we're all doing this, right? Obviously, it's the lifestyle and the tax-free salary and all that sort of stuff. But it's, it's to explore and broaden your horizons. And we just want to make people have that community feel 
and really connect them to, to like-minded individuals in the city so they can share, learn, connect, and do more together in real life. What do you think, you know, you, you're, you have this whole app based around friendship. What do you think people might make mistakes about friendship? What, what misperceptions do you think there are about friendship? Um, I believe there's, there's thousands of friendships have been uh, formed through this application. I think, look, when humans connect, human beings are human beings, whether they connect through LinkedIn, Facebook, I mean, Instagram's the biggest dating platform on the planet. It's not advertised as a dating platform, neither is Ask Who, but I'm sure when humans come together and they find more than friendship, that for us is success as well, because you know it's invaluable that people's happiness is at the forefront of everything that we do as a business. But our business is formed on community, connecting like-minded people to, to have that better experience wherever they are. I was going to ask you about that. Like, are people using it as a dating app? Do you have any issues with that or any success stories? I think wherever you um, have a digital product where humans can connect online, you're always going to have rare use cases. Like LinkedIn, girls get uh, DMs on LinkedIn and there's nothing better than when you see a girl repost someone's private message saying, this is not a dating app, please don't send me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you can't avoid this stuff. Um, but I mean, yeah, look, it happens. Uh, mm -hmm. Happens. We we don't. Uh, our marketing doesn't promote it. Our app doesn't promote it. Um, and to our knowledge, most people um, really, really enjoy the services that we provide of, of getting you out of your flats or villas and and getting you busy doing things with like-minded people in through groups, not one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. How many users do you have now in the UAE and around and then around the world? Yeah, so 140,000 installs here in Dubai. And I think we're at about 38,000 monthly active users now, 10,000 daily active users. Uh, the app's available globally, but obviously with any location-based product, it requires marketing in a specific city. Um, so we've obviously there's a terminology called product market fit in the tech space, mm -hmm. uh, meaning that all of the people that are using your products or services really enjoy them. Um, so we're sort of iterating the app now to like get the majority of people really enjoying our services, which I pretty much think we're doing now um, based on data and customer feedback. So it's a, that's the sort of user base. And then obviously next year for us, uh, the, the business plan is to obviously scale into a new city. Okay. Where do you think you're, you're looking? Where would be the most obvious? It, it, it all, it, so obviously, London is where we're yeah. from, right? There's millions of expats living in London. It's no different than Dubai. If you go to London, it's full of all sorts of expats. Very rarely do people actually get bought up in London and live in London. It's a very expensive place. So London would be a nice place. Singapore, we'd love to get over to America, but, you know, we stay focused and just look at the what we're trying to achieve. And then obviously... um. Just, just just, focus on the customers and ensuring that they're getting that positive space uh, that they can belong to. And uh, in regards to other cities, it's something that we will look at next year. But, you know, we haven't concluded on where we're going to go yet. What, what are your main, are there any other main competitors or is it just the Facebook and the Bumble BFF and that kind of thing? There are other players in the market um like facebook groups bumble bff meetup but 
their their core focus as a business was not to connect like-minded people through groups like we are as to my knowledge a one of the only dedicated social location-based platforms mm -hmm. uh, that's focused on connecting like-minded people through groups, through groups like Bumble BFF, great concept. But I mean, if I go on there and connect with another guy, one-on-one -on -one is quite tough, right? So if you put people in a group, the so sort of dynamics change and things get a little bit easier. So yeah, there's a lot of other uh, companies out in the market, um, doing similar things but i don't think there's anyone else doing what we're doing well bumble bff i know my friend moved to san uh san diego and she's had a hard time she's married but she's just had a hard time meeting friends and we were talking about bumble bff and there's just such a risk i mean it's the same risk when you go on a romantic date right it's just like what are the chances you're gonna hit it off you could sit at a table at a wedding with you know, 11 people and um, really like one other person. Like that's kind of the way the world goes, right? So you're just, this is like, you're just, you're having the opportunity to have a good time and a new experience and then meet a bunch of people and then maybe go from there. It's like, your chances are just bigger. Your your yeah, effort but, is more likely to be rewarded when, of your time, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's safer, it's less mm -hmm. comfortable and there's no pressure. When you go out and there's 20 people going to an event, where's your pressure? Because you've got to know them before uh, through the social element of our app. You've choose to go to an event. You've seen who's going to an event. So when you get there, you've already got that relationship and you're all trying to do the same thing and have a great experience. So like there's no one there with like some different use case of, of why they're at that specific event. Like, it, it's just, it's, you know, there's a lot of good people in the world. And, and what we've proven so far in Dubai, that Dubai is full of great people. It's just they've been buried by these Instagram, TikTok sort of platforms. They haven't had a space that they can go to. Um, and we've provided that for them. I love to hear you say that about Dubai, because whenever I mention the UAE or Dubai, you know, the world's perception is that it's this very plastic place and there's, you know, everyone's an influencer and, and whatever. And I, I always say, you have no idea, like it's a locus for people who've had to leave their countries or they've come here through partnerships. They're here for all sorts of different reasons. There are so many amazing creative people here. And so when you say like, it's, you know, that perception of Dubai versus the actual yeah, yeah. reality of it is really interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you close your eyes and think of Dubai, you think of like Lamborghini and Eagle and Burj Khalifa, right? <laughs> and some, yeah. someone, someone getting their photo done on, on a Lamborghini. But I mean, the times have changed here and there's, there's so many very, very normal and great human beings here. But like I say, what have they currently got? Instagram and TikTok where the top 10% of the algorithms carry hundreds of thousands of likes of, of girls standing in their knickers taking pictures of their fitness progress like people don't care like they, they want more out of a social app that's actually sociable um and by design it's built to connect you with like-minded people not to go in digital spaces and dance and do tiktok videos like if we all take a step back and ask ourselves like we pretty much lost our way with what social media should be built for so that's where we're coming in and building a real social app for people in cities. So it's highly relevant and they can go out and have a good time together. So that's the answer for if someone's like, I can't have another app. I can't have another app in my life or anything else that keeps me on my phone. It's like, 
no, this is the app that will get you off your phone. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of our users have actually deleted Instagram accounts over Ask Who because they see great value in the services that we offer that's actually sociable rather than going through Instagram and feeling a little bit uncomfortable with yourself about how pretty the world looks when in, in reality, it's not so pretty. It's covered in filters, nonsense and lies. So like we, we stripped it back to the basics, organized people through groups. And um, so far, users are really, really enjoying what we've delivered. Okay. Yeah, I can attest because I'm in the health and fitness world and I've met a lot of people who are in the health and fitness world and what you see is not always what you get. <laughs> 100%. I'm amazed sometimes of what I actually see online and then what I see in real life. And it's like most of these people are going for their own mental struggles for themselves mm -hmm. of trying to keep up with this digital character um, and all that sort of stuff. So look, I just think it's due time that there was something like this in the market for, for people in cities to actually get out of their homes and enjoy their lives rather than living in digital spaces, trying to impress people they're never going to meet or see. I love it. So I'm just a little bit curious about, you know, launching an app in the Dubai sort of ecosystem, how, what it was like, like, so we hear, we're hearing a lot about the UAE wants to be a hub for tech and also all sorts of things. Um, what's that experience been like for you? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously setting up a business, going from construction to moving into a, a tech world, it's like we're not dealing with glass flooring, um, gypsum board anymore. We're dealing with code and developers and uh, juggling a community. So it's like the, the methodology, the, the substance of our material has changed, but the process remains the same. Like there's a start, there's an end, there's a cost, there's a process there's a procurement, it, like, there's, there's all these different pillars. So it's like flipping into this for us. Sure, it's had its challenges, um, but we seem to be obviously managing it very well. We've got a lot of support uh, looking over us now in terms of advisors that have sort of been there and done it and scaled apps to millions of users. So like we've got that support looking over us. Obviously, we need it. Um, we've raised enough capital now um, to see us out sort of mid next year. And uh, things are going well, but obviously Dubai is all about a digital ecosystem to connect everyone, right? So it's like we're in line with the ruler's vision of building that city community. So it's that's sort of where, where we're going with this. But like I said, we've, we've done well this year. We launched on the 5th of October 2021. So we turned one yesterday. Congratulations. Uh, nice. We just won um, uh, UAE so Best Social App of the Year 2022 awards, uh, not yesterday, the day before, which is awesome. So it's uh, look, with any digital business or any company, you need to solve a pain point for a specific customer segment. Otherwise, you're a nice to have. Then you need to be able to retain the customers. Then you need to be able to monetize the platform then you need to be able to demonstrate you've got a scalable solution to investors and close deals, raise more money. So there's a whole process here. But like I said, we're, we're a year in now and um, we're going strong. 
I feel like that's the most succinct description of a startup I've ever heard. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, like people can write that down if they're uh, popping ideas around in their mind. Okay, so my my last question is, I, I press releases are coming in every day about, you know, Web 3.0 and this in the metaverse and this burger restaurant and this concept. And is there any application for this, for Asku in that? Because I know we're all just kind of like, what's happening to our world? Are we going to be in another world? you know, soon. And, you know, I just wondered where, where you are on all that. Honestly speaking, I, I want nothing to do with the metaverse. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything worse. Um, I can't believe that kids in the future will sit in digital spaces and just sit in chairs at home. I, I, ju I just, I think it's a concept that's very, very hard to implement into, into humans' lives day to day. Um, it's like I sort of have time limits on how many films I watch and, and that, I've never sit, sit there in a metaverse for hours playing around in digital space if NFTs, cryptocurrency and all this sort of stuff anything that I don't really understand I, or I'm not keen on I just stay away from so Ask Who will never uh, be moving into sort of the metaverse uh, a space that's for sure we're sort of the anti-metaverse yeah. to be honest you're the anti Yeah, it's going to be probably like vinyl, you know, like the companies that spring up that are like, we're not going in there. It looks awful, too. I, I heard an explanation the other day of why it looks so awful, and it has something to do with processing power. But it just looks terrible. Like, it doesn't look like a place you'd want to hang out in. It looks like something, you know, an eight-year-old kid might draw if he... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I've, I've put on the... Uh, is it Octolus? There's the headset. Oculus, I've, yeah. I've, yeah, I put on this headgear and it's very heavy to sit there with that on your head and you can't actually see what's going on. I think they did have a feature where you can actually see through the headset and what's going on, but it all looked very odd. And look, <laughs> that it's not going to be for everyone, right? I mean, most products in, in today's world aren't for everyone. Do you, do you know what I mean? They're not, they're not everything's for everyone. So there will be a segment of people that will adopt to the metaverse and sit at home and enjoy it. Um, but for us and our business and our customer segment, we're all about going out and having a good time in real life, mm -hmm. not wasting your life in digital spaces. Okay. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Michael. Ask who just about connecting with other humans, spending time together, making new friends, growing as a person. I really like it. I'm excited. I'm, I'm an ask who, whatever the people's names are. Am I an ask who? What do you call it? <laughs> I think we haven't really got nicknames. Uh, you are you can, now. You, you can use mine. You can use mine. Ask who. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm one anyway. So thanks for talking to us about it and uh, good luck with everything. No worries. Thank you very much. It's lovely to meet you. You too. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.